I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. I'm just fired up to be here today. Pretty cool. Been been there, done that, Mackie. You don't need to ask him. He does that every Tuesday just to get the old blood flowing. I guess it turns out the budget doesn't balance itself <laughs> after all. You know, a bunch of yahoos out in the front of Queens Park. I don't want to. I don't want to hurt him. He's been there for about 350 years. I don't want to hurt him. Fire Dr. Fauci with a little box that says, contribute here. Come on, man. Hi, everybody. Harry Carey here. Swing it and drive. Get up, ball. Get out of here. And grand slam for Vladdy Guerrero Jr. And another shot. Fight by the sword. And it does. And scores to Canada. Welcome to the edge of tomfoolery. We want to pump you up. We want to pump you up. Good evening, everyone. My name is Bruce Mackey, and this is The Edge of Tomfoolery. Here at The Edge of Tomfoolery, we play we play lots of fun stuff. We talk about the music. We talk about the sports. We dabble in a little bit of politics and a whole lot of other tomfoolery. Out tonight with the Omicron. He's not here. It's a nasty rumor. Bobby is not with us tonight, but fully recovered from the vid. His name is Stevie Height. How are you, Stevie? I am doing excellent, Brucey. How are you doing? I am living the dream. I've got the fireplace going here, and and uh, actually, strange things are afoot at the Mackey House and the Circle K these days. We have a new member of our family. It is a furry kind and uh, doesn't like to sleep totally in the evening. We have a new dog, and we call her Oakley. Oh, there you go. Oakmeister nice. and, uh, and little puppy, and puppies like to chew things, so... It's it's a little it's a little crazy, and the thing is like seriously a kamikaze, like he's a Tasmanian devil, just unbelievable. So oh, I got a blonde four year old that he chews things and crashes into walls, so I, I know the feeling. <laughs> oh well, listen, how have you been, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. I'm uh, rocking and rolling, healthy, happy, all good things. That's good. And and the first episode we ever did of the Edge of Tom Fool, it was just you and I. Mm. It's true enough. So we're and going back to our. Roots. We're going right back to our roots. Bobby, Bobby does not have the Omicron that we that we that we know. Uh, he, I, he just who, he knows, who knows yeah. anymore, Bruce? Well, who knows? It's like you ever Google the stuff on uh, medical MD. It's like my oh. nose. I've got a big zit on my nose, and then you go and check it out, and it's like it could be COVID. It could oh, yeah. or oh, cancer, yeah. or it could be a cold, could be anything, or yeah, it could yeah, be yeah. bad Chinese food that you ate, and it just left you with an oily complexion. Like, it's all over the map, so we really don't know, oh. but we wish Bob a speedy recovery. He couldn't join yeah. us tonight, but he, he will be, uh, he'll be back in force. Um, listen, there's tons to talk about, like oh, yeah. tons to talk about, and let me just, um, let me just see here if I can get, I'm, I'm, I'm on the, oh, here, there's two things I want to talk about. Someone just okay. passed away today, and it made me a little sad. So we're going to talk oh, about no. that. Baby, if you've 
Howard Hessman, 81 years old, Dr. Johnny Fever. Oh. Passed away today. And this is him on the air. I love it. All right, Cincinnati, it is time for this town to get down. You got Johnny. Dr. Johnny Fever, and I am burning up in here. What? Give it to me straight, doctor. I can take it. Almost forgot, he got thrown off the air in 1978 from a radio station in Los Angeles for saying the word booger on the air. Oh, no. So that, that was what happened. And so then he moved to Cincinnati for a new radio station. They changed the format. And, um, and honestly, that, that TV show was a reason I always wanted to get into radio. I love WKRP in Cincinnati. Look at that. Eh? Yeah. Wow. So And Howard uh, Hessman died, passed away at age 81. But not all is sad in Cincinnati because right. the Bengals today, they surpassed the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. That's, I'm, I'm blown away. I can't even believe that. Are you happy about that? Yeah, yeah, because I, I just want... I want like, someone but, new. Yeah, if, and plus the poor Bengal. I mean, they're not the Bills fan base, but oh. like they've not had an easy time of things. Yeah, so. yeah. So then, I, so then they are in the Super Bowl. The Bengals are in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're a 49ers fan, right? I'm a huge Niners guy going back to the 80s in Joe Montana. So. Oh, there we go. And so the 49ers are playing? The uh, the whatever they are now, Rams. They're the, oh, the yeah. Los Angeles Rams. Now. I think they're the Tweed Rams. They moved. They relocated yeah. to Tweed. <laughs> Tweed couldn't get the CFL team. So El- Elvis is a quarterback because they're in Tweed. So, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. going to be interesting. So uh, congratulations to them. Also today in sports, a big story in sports. Canadian soccer. Oh, yeah. So, as my child was explaining to me, we're undefeated now. They won oh, two yeah. to nothing against the U.S. Yeah, and then if we're gonna if we're gonna win against anyone, that's the win. Oh. Like, that's our World Cup win for Canada, right? You know, I couldn't care less if if Canada won in Crokino against the U.S. Right. or uh, Pinochle or anything. Yeah, yeah. When we beat the U.S. in anything like that, Parcheesi, yeah. it's will shout like this so to beat them two nothing now here's my concern this qualifies us for the world cup this year right could this be something to do with the fact that um you know we're playing in hamilton first of all hamilton is like freezing cold right now and the the actual world cup i'm told is in qatar right so there's a little bit of a difference between hamilton in the middle of january and qatar I said, do we even have a chance? And Isaac said, oh, not even close. We're going to get no, smoked. No, no, no. We're even, we haven't been there, I think, since 86. So even getting there is a huge win for us. And we played the last game. We played our poor friends from Mexico in Edmonton in December. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. So, so are we playing yeah. in our element? Is that the key? Yeah, that's the secret for us, right? We're like, hey, no, it's it's, total, it's beautiful. You, you, you guys... You should see Yellowknife in, in February. It's come on, come on up, El Salvador. Yeah. It'll be beautiful. We'd love to play you. We'd love to play. Um, 
this week in sports also, there was a, there was a big story, and Belleville was in the news. A former Belleville Bull and a current Belleville resident, uh, Jordan Subin and Jacob Panetta. Now, this happened about a week ago, and uh, there was uh, Jordan was uh, in overtime in, a, in an ECHL game. I don't know if you can see it. Over right behind my shoulder, there's a blue uh, yeah, jersey right there. That's, that's actually Jordan Subin's ECHL All-Star Game jersey from two go. weeks ago. And it just arrived last week. So Jordan Subin, uh, they were in a, a in a overtime game, and words were exchanged, and uh, what was done was perceived to have been a racial gesture towards him. Did yeah. you see that? Did you see it online? Yeah, I saw the highlights of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the, lo- the lowlights, I guess I would call. Yeah, it. that's right. Yeah. And then what became of it? You know, it just went viral, and it was you know everyone standing with them, and then. Uh, the kid who did it uh, came out and said, you know, it wasn't meant that way. It was the tough man pose. You know, I reached out to a guy that was in the All-Star game, too, and I said, what do you know about this kid? And they said he's the most soft-spoken kid, and I've seen him do it several times before in fights. He does the whatever. And so I'm, he goes, there's no way he did it uh, that was meant that way. And I guess my question to you is, what in our society, like there, there's been no conclusion. He's been, yeah. he's been canned and suspended for the rest of the year. Wouldn't, I know, I know Jordan well, I consider him a friend. Wouldn't you want to just get people together and say, listen, can we talk this thing out huh. or are we past that? Uh, you know what? I don't, I, I, I really truly believe we're not past it, but there's a whole bunch of work that has to be done to to like to get back to where we need to get to yeah i mean as a as a society uh and and absolutely like we 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 have to be ready to have the hard conversations yeah yeah. and and we can't let sort of others speak on our behalf i think that's one of the biggest problems is is that like and you and i talked a little bit about this even off air was was that that the that in our in Canadian culture, we haven't been one of like this camp or that camp. That's just not yep. how we've operated as Canadians. Yep. And, and and I just see a whole bunch of that coming into our culture. And and it it like I just don't think we're prepared. Like I don't I don't think we even have a lens to to live life through that. Yeah. But it's it's actually it's I think in a lot of ways it's a it's a lazy way to go through life. And so I think we have to reclaim some of who we are. And, you know, and I think, and I think really have some tough conversations about, uh, about what we want, what we want our, our lives look like and what we want our, our culture to look like. That got heavy real quick. Yeah, it is a heavy conversation. <laughs> well, and I you know what, I, like, I looked at it and I said, I'm not taking sides here, but they're both kind of right. You know? Um, yeah. They're both, oh, here comes Ginger. She's trying to get away from the puppy. I Uh-oh. think they're both kind of right where you can see how it could be perceived and taken out of context. Yeah. Context anymore um, is just like in politics. Let me play for you a quote in politics, and, and this is exactly how you can take something out of context. Let, let me play this. We are a society that stands up for people's rights, and when governments fail to respect people's rights, we all end up paying. I think that is uh, the lesson that hopefully future governments will draw from uh, this settlement. The 
small fringe minority of people who are on their way to Ottawa or who are uh, holding unacceptable uh, views uh, that they're expressing do not represent the views of Canadians who have been there. So there, there's two quotes. Mm-hmm. And you can take it at a con- one was the first context was four years ago, talking about Omar Khadr. Mm-hmm. This one was taken just last week. And we can take our sound clip and just justify our position based on a portion of what's said. Right? Right. And, yeah. and that's what I think. I, I truly think, I'm not, not trying to get heavy about everything, but context is king. And I think yeah. it's missing from everything. Uh, from every side, uh, you know, we, we, we've become such a polarized society politically anymore, the left and the right. And, um, you know, there was, uh, there were some pictures taken at the, the rally of, a uh, not the general Lee, but, the what do you call it? Yeah, Confederate, Confederate flag. Confederate flag. Yeah. yeah. And the one guy said, we, we, we've been here all day. We're looking for it. We're trying to take it away from the person. We can't find them We're looking everywhere. And, uh, and we don't want that a part of this, but you know, and then you go, it just is so polarizing. And then all we hear about is, you know, a bunch of people with Confederate flags, you know, and it's context is lost, not just in politics, but in sports. Um, and when I look at the Jordan Subin and, and Jacob Panetta, this specific instance, and I know, I know Jordan well, and, um, he's been subject to blatant racism in Russia. Mm hmm. He's been subject to it before. And when you are, when you've been hit with it before, you're sensitive to it. Like, yeah, there's like, and whether it's wrong, whether it wasn't intended that way, it was received that way. Right. Like it wasn't, it wasn't intended that way, but it was received that way. Um, and I just, I don't know what, what scares me a bit though, is certain issues like this, this kid his his life is done. He never, it was misinterpreted. Not his life is done, but his certainly his hockey career in North America is probably finished, right. uh, based on a misinterpretation. And you know, I think we need to talk about that too. So it's uh, uh, yeah, and I th- I think the challenge is is that when you when you decide there's going to be camps, I th- I think up until twenty three years twenty thirty years ago in Canada, we hadn't decided there were going to be camps, right? But once we decided there were going to be camps, then everything gravitates to the poles on this right. stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So it's like, oh, well, you're, are, you, are you this or are you that? And it's like, I don't want to be any of right. either pole, I, right? I, and, and and the whole Jordan Subin thing, I posted a picture uh, the day after it happened, and I'm like, you know, racism is wrong, and I'm, you know, I feel so bad for Jordan. I talked to his brother about it, and I was just, I was angry and upset that yeah. it happened, and I posted it. And then the next day I had another former player reach out to me and said, seeing the, the, the apology and the video and the explanation, do you still hold to the same position? And I said, honestly, when I hear both sides, I see both sides. Like I'm not one or the other. I see both, but I think we can hold both sides. Um, you know, I see, I see the one side where you've been subjected to it so much and it's wrong. And then I see the side of this is misinterpreted, but I see how it, you got to accept the responsibility for doing it, even though it wasn't meant that way. But um, we just got to, I don't know. I feel like I just want to take people and put them in a room together, not on Twitter, not on whatever, just sit them down and go, okay, let's hash this out. We have a, we have a disagreement. Let's hash it out. 
Yeah, and our, our instant culture doesn't want that. Our instant culture, you know, want wants there to be like a quick response, right? That like, and if and as we've run into this before, if you don't have an instant response to something, yeah, then then it's like, well, obviously you agree with it because you haven't responded to it. That's like that's not helpful, right? I think every for all these situations, taking time, like you say, hearing both sides of it. And Is there then, such a thing as due diligence anymore? it's disappearing but but like and and i don't think that that's like that's you know if we sit here for half an hour and talk due diligence it's not snappy or catchy enough and and that's a that's the cultural problem right yeah that the that the the getting to the heart of the matter isn't you know doesn't get you know views and clicks like you know having your hot take that's that you can and then you get to get more viewers or more listeners when you say oh you know i retract my hot take it's like yeah and then it's but the damage is done right totally and and, and in canada i read a story this week and i I don't know if it's true um but it was it was the other side you know like in the insurance business we talk about when when a couple divorces there's his side her side and somewhere in the middle this is the truth right there's three sides to everything so uh Back in May, the horrific story of finding 215 unmarked graves. Like, horrific. Awful. And the story came out about a week ago from the professor who taught uh, the woman who did the findings. um, And she'd just been graduated three years. And he said, you know, we don't have the bodies actually. and, and And he went on to explain. He said, there's a possibility these could be tree roots. Right. And so then you hear that and you're like, wait a minute. And, and you've already got these camps and the damage is done. Like it's, Mm -hmm. you know, the court of appeals on public opinion, um, you can't, it's, it's done. It's, there's no backlog in the, in the, um, you know, the, uh, the courts of, uh, (laughs) public perception, it's signed, sealed and done within 24 hours and you can't come back. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think, I think it, like we have to be patient. We're the most impatient in Agreed. any time in history. I agree. Like, let's, if we just patiently, this, like this is, is, you know, is throughout our history and this goes back a hundred years. So if it takes 20 years to figure out, yeah. we, we have to be patient to let this sort itself out. We can't, we can't just make these. Speaking of patient, on. it came out last night and it's already done. Tom Brady apparently retired. <laughs> and I'm like, really? And it's everywhere. And my daughter's telling me, my 16 year old, like, oh yeah, he's retired, retired. And then the story's like his dad saying, uh, no, he didn't. And yeah, it, it, but if a tweet goes out, it's it's done. Yeah, and if you you get to you get to be the one that that gets the tweet out, and you get all this, you know, yeah. you get all the glory and all the everything, and and every, like, you know, it, it's it's like paparazzi culture has now brought everything where you you if you're the one that gets credit for this, you know you get all this adulation, but there seems to be no responsibility if you've, you've jumped the gun. If you jump right? the gun. Right. And, and that's where, you know, I think, and, and we, and not to bring COVID into all this, but I am looking forward to the day when we can have the documentary of, and I guess that's my question. I want to go through the documentary of things that were said and that, that we were wrong on where people said, Oh yeah. no, no, that's misinformation. And then it comes out four years later. And no, it wasn't misinformation. It was actually accurate. I guess my question to you, Stevie, is will we as a society learn that or will we be like the, the children of Israel and just keep making the same mistakes? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's my concern is that like is that like we've started ourselves on an impatient path and, and, and you know, 
Uh, and I don't know. I don't know if there's one thing. You would hope that COVID would be one thing, but I don't know. If there's one thing that could that can make us more patient. Like I think. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, also in sports, baseball Hall of Fame. Um, they announced the latest addition to the baseball Hall of Fame. Um, quick question: Do you think baseball is going to happen on time this year? No. Yeah, I'm with you there. And oh, <laughs> th- like I. They're not even trying to do a salary cap. I don't know the issues, but I heard yeah. the, the owners want to do an expanded playoff format, so more teams in. Yeah. And I have always wanted that because there's only this sh- short little, you know, I, I figure more teams in the playoffs, the better. For me, yeah. that's, I, I think, like when they had it expanded during, the, uh, during 2020, I thought that was awesome. The Jays got in. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. And I guess that's one of the main sticking points. Yeah, because baseball's like it's the grand old you know game, and you got you've got these purists yeah. where like it used to be you got the like because there's so many games, so you know who's the best by the end, and so there was the AL pennant, the NL pennant, and they played the World Series, and that's it, right? And so you bring you bring two extra teams in, and, and purists are like, wait a second. No, no, this is not baseball works. Baseball works is meant to work different than all the other sports with like. You grind through this entire 162, and even the number of games are like, we've got too many games. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, e- even that. But shockingly, it might come back to the owners wanting more money <laughs> <laughs> and, and the players. Well, and when you look at, like, how they've, how they've uh, been over the, you know, you weren't able to have fans in the stands except yeah. for Texas the one year. Um, and then now you kind of see it and go, well, we just, you know, as a fan, I want more playoffs. Like to me, that's what I want. So, yeah. but I don't understand and what what the holdup is. But getting back to purists in baseball, uh, David Ortiz has been elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Have I ever st- told you my David Ortiz story? No, I'm ready. Oh, okay. This is this is a classic one. My wife hates David Ortiz, like hates him. <laughs> and and the how reason you, is, how can you hate Big Pappy? Really? How can you hate Big Pappy? Yeah, yeah. So, what in the world? I'm so ready. so the the story is. Uh, this is back in 2010, and it's our 10th anniversary, and that was a year before you got married, actually. So, That's right, uh, yeah. so we were we had uh, weekend reservations at CN Tower. We had uh, a musical to go to. We had a bunch of different stuff to do, and my mom took sick and went in the hospital. And my sister was supposed to come and look after our kids. We had three kids. She was going to look after them, and. We canceled our hotel reservations. We canceled everything. And my sister came down just to be with my mom in the hospital. And then my mom stabilized over the weekend. And I hadn't been able to get rid of our show tickets uh, to anybody. And so then all of a sudden, about probably two thirty, three o'clock in the afternoon, my sister calls me and says, you know, mom's doing pretty good. I can look after your kids if you want to go up to that. It was Legally Blonde, the musical. Like, I mean, it was... Oh, wow. (laughs) It was classic. Tanya, shoot for the stars. (laughs) So if you want to go to that, you can go. And I had reservations for 4.30 at the CN Tower to to have dinner. And it was like 2.45. And I'm like, well, if we're going to go, like, we got to leave now. So we just huffed her and uh, we left it just after 3 o'clock. And we're trying to get to a 4.30 reservation. And it was crazy and on the way up i called them and said we're going to be late can we come in at quarter to five or five and they're like yeah and i was going very fast for me so we get up there i dropped tanya off there was a jays red sox game going on okay and like the place was packed so i dropped her off i said i'll meet you at the top of the cn tower i gotta find a parking spot 
So I fa- eventually found one, and I went running in. I'm standing in line to get up the elevator, and I'm, there was a, a, a young couple beside me and then a very large black man beside me on this side. <laughs> and I just kind of look over at him. And we're getting ready to go on the elevator, and I look over at them, and then I look back, and I look at this, it was this young couple, and I, and I look at them, and I whisper, Big Pappy. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Big Pappy. So we went up there, and it's our 10th anniversary. Here we are celebrating it. And I was, uh, I guess my attention to my wife wasn't exactly uh-huh. there, because <laughs> I kept looking to see where Big Pappy Ooh. was in the restaurant. And then when we walked out, we took the long way out so I could go by where Big Pappy was. Yeah. And, and Tanya's like, why are we going this way? And why do you keep looking over here? <laughs> and I'm like, well, it's David Ortiz. And she's like, who? Yeah. And I'm like, it's Big Pappy. <laughs> and she's like, so anyway, uh, it's come up several times in our marriage. We went to Boston I'm a few sure. years ago. And I said, you know, it's actually Big Pappy's playing today. And she goes, she stopped. And she goes, I didn't like him then. And I don't Uh-oh. like him now. I'm like, wow. So then when he made the Hall of Fame this week, I I said, oh, Tanya, you're going to be so excited. <laughs> Big Pappy has made the Hall of Fame. And oh. uh, it's, it's kind of our ongoing joke. But the bigger story behind Big Pappy making it in is who didn't make it in. Right. This was the last. And so as a baseball purist, Steve, what do you feel about Roger Clemens, Kurt Schilling, and Barry Bonds not making it in? Oh, you And know. Pete, we might as well throw Pete Rose in there. The, Let's throw him in there too. What do you think? The Baseball Hall of Fame is like it's just one of the more ridiculous Hall of Fames. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. Like it's like, and I've I've actually been to Cooperstown. Yeah, um, I've been there too. I love it. It's yeah, a beautiful it, spot, but it is. But but it's like we've got to we've got to get this stuff to not be so politicized. Like, all right, you're with me here. I'm yeah, with you. This, the sport is so old, and like some of the guys that are in there from the early years, like there's some sketchy stuff that goes on. There really yeah. is. Like, and and you know, performance enhancing stuff when you didn't really have clear rules on it. Like, like I, I say that I say the the Hall of Fame is either letting them all in, which you can't you can't undo this, right? So you can't like let some kick some guys out who yeah. you feel like. You know, gambling. You know, Shoeless Joe Jackson. Whatever you want to do, right? Shoeless Joe's not so, in, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's like there's so much history there. Yeah. That like, even though I'm a person, it I, I think you let like you realize that it's the nature of it. And you let them in. Otherwise, otherwise, literally, your Hall of Fame is like like who like the, like the who would be in there that that is a completely that is you know, completely innocent. And how yeah, can yeah, you yeah. not have the all time home run hitter? And the all-time hits leader. How can you not yeah. have them in? Yeah, because it's politicized. Because because you're trying to make points, and and that may happen. I mean, I, I don't want to go too much into, you know, when we talk about racism, we talk about baseball's history is not a good history with right. You know, Mountain Landis and all that stuff, right? So yeah. there's there it's it's a mess, but it's but if we at least talk about it and address it and like let let their sort of records stand on their own and like. I mean, Kurt, I, I Kurt Schilling. Do you think Kurt Schilling was not in because of his record or because of his politics? Absolutely, his politics, and that's the thing. Like that, that's like, yeah, I agree with you there. I think he should. Yeah. He if he was if he was a uh, more left leaning, I think he would have been in. If he was, I, I think he's like a big Trump guy, right? 
Yeah, yeah, but you know, you know who you should read about? Ty Cobb. You think Ty Cobb, based on his <laughs> well, Babe Ruth. Leads, what about Babe Ruth? Babe Ruth, like, <laughs> like all of these guys. Like, yeah, all they shouldn't be in there. So, yeah, so uh, it's like, yeah. What uh, what do you do? Um, yeah. I saw a picture. Let me see if I can get it up here and show you. Um, recently in sports, and I I was just like, I can't believe who that is. And when I pulled it up, um. I don't know if you can see. Do you see me holding it up there? See that mugshot? Wow, yeah. Okay, movie star, and there. All right, it's a hockey movie. Okay. The, the Mighty Ducks. Goldberg, oh, the goalie. No. Yep, yep. What's I, up with Goldberg? Goldberg got into some drugs, and oh, uh, and Goldberg. just, it doesn't that look, it just made me sad. I mean, he's getting his life together now. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, I mean, I love that movie, and he would probably be, I think he's a good 10 years younger than me at least. So he might be yeah, late yeah. 30s, early 40s, and he looks like about 85. Yeah. Oh, it's it, just, it just made me sad. So, yeah. uh, And what else do I have that uh, in sports? Uh, Team Canada, Claude Julien, fell and broke a rib. God took the rib and created uh, Jeremy Coalition. <laughs> Former head coach of the Chicago Blackhawks, who's now going to... Yeah, apparently they were doing some team-building exercise. He slipped on the ice, broke his rib, and they decided oh. not to send him to uh, to Beijing. So oh, uh, what do you think about... Have you seen Team Canada's? We talked about it on the last podcast about their fake yeah. list. Um, we've got a Belleville connection on Team Canada this year. Uh, we, yeah. Adam Tambellini is the... Yep. Um, uh, he played the first year with the Belleville Senators. And then one of the goalies, Edward Pasquale, was a Belleville Bull back in the day. There we go. And he that. is uh, he's on Team Canada as their backup goalie. Do we have a chance in Beijing? Well, I love, you know, here's the thing about, the, like, Canadians are rarely arrogant. We're arrogant about our hockey. <laughs> yeah. And so we've always said, oh, you know what? We could, we could field an A team, a B team, a C team, and still win. Like, Okay, put our money where our mouth is, Canada. Let's see. Let's yeah. see a field in this team. I mean, I, I, I think, I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. We may have a chance. I, I'm still not sure. Uh, when I look at it, I I don't know what the other teams have. But the, a lot of yeah. these guys that are on it, I mean, Eric Stahl's on it. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Power, isn't that the, the guy that was first overall for the Sabres? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on it. Um, there's a bunch of guys where I'm like, I have no idea, but but – the thing I'm concerned about is what time these games are going to be on. So if I want to watch this game, what right. time of, like when they were in Japan, I remember when they played in Japan in 98 when Hashik stole the show. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they put, uh, didn't they put Ray Bork in instead of Wayne Gretzky in the shootout? Oh, is that, is that 98? Yeah, and I think that was another Belleville connection. That was Mark Crawford that made Crawford, that call. yeah, yeah. yeah. Who puts who puts Ray Bork in instead of Wayne Gretzky in a shootout? <laughs> it's I, I we got to be careful with the Canadian perspective that we can that we can just Canadian just be out there and just just hand us a gold medal because we're from Canada, you know? Like you got to do the I work. lost connection here. Just a second. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't hear you. I'm, I'm, I'm still talking. It's all right. I'm still there here. you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah good, I, good. I can't hear you. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know what to expect. I'm looking forward to it. Our last sports story, we didn't even get the politics in this episode, but the next podcast we're going to be doing is with, uh, uh, and another thing 
co-hosts Jody Jenkins and former health minister Tony Clement. How do you think Tony Clement? Do you, do you think he's like so thankful that he's not the health minister today? Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think he's thankful he's got nothing to do with that with anything political. Oh man, like I, it's a minefield, just a minefield. Oh, like, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. Well, there there was a a story that came across my desk, and there, there was a guy that had tweeted or direct DM'd Josh Norris. Uh, so Josh Norris, again, former Belleville senator, current uh, Ottawa senator, and he was supposed to go to the All-Star game before he got hurt by that uh, Aaron Dell of the Buffalo Sabres. Um, oh, yes. So this fan had sent him a message and said, listen, if I get a tattoo of you on me, will you send me an autographed jersey? <laughs> and so the guy wrote back and uh, he said, uh, absolutely. I will need pr- proof that it's a, uh, this was the message sent November 6th. If I get a life-size tattoo of your face on my stomach, can you send me an autographed Jersey? And he wrote, ha ha, absolutely. I will need proof that it's real though. So this guy, um, wow. he's got Russian on his, I don't know if you can see. Oh, but wow. There's a Josh Norris. And is that the Grinch? That's commitment. I, I, I mean, that is, I don't know what's going on there, but that's fun. Wow. Yeah. And so uh, Josh Norris uh, sent him a jersey and said, thanks for all your support. <laughs> what? Yeah. Now, if I'm going to do a, if I'm going to do a tattoo on my chest like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I want a heck of a lot more than a Josh Norris jersey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's- like. <laughs> <laughs> Like way more than that, I, I, your cost of your tattoo was much more than the cost of that. Journey. I know. I'm right thinking, now. what are you doing? <laughs> but uh, anyway, we, but here we are talking about it, and I think that's what makes me. That's what makes me love the the world of sports that much better. And, oh uh, yeah, clearly. And I I like that. What did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. I have a serious question to ask you, Stevie. I right. gave you some socks last year. Oh, yeah. Do those socks ever get worn? You know the frustrating thing? They are far and away the most comfortable socks I own. And I loathe the fact that every time I like need some nice reinforced heel, nice high socks to wear, the Aaron Judge just stares me in the face for my socks oh, I love it. every time. Well, every time. I got some new socks this week. Okay. From the San Jose Sharks. Oh, Do you know who that is? Nice. Those Burns. Look at Brad that. Burns. Oh. I'm sure he's related to me. My mother's maiden name is Burns. So anyone, Pat Burns, I'm sure is a cousin. I'm sure. Yeah, so yeah. they're uh, all related. So I'm wearing Pat. I'm wearing Brett Burns today with nice. his toothy grin. And did I ever tell you about the socks that my my wife got me for Christmas one year? Uh, no. She got me some Santa Claus socks, and it okay. said naughty and nice. And she just <laughs> got them because I she thought I was. You know, oh, that'd be nice, Bruce. You like you love Christmas. I'll get you some Santa socks. And totally. I said, did you look at these, Tanya? And she goes, no. I said, well, the nice Santa's good, but take a look at the naughty Santa. He was giving oh. me the finger. Oh no! Well, <laughs> and like, he's off his own list. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, Tanya, what are you doing? She goes, and we laughed. Anyway, I still have them. I just try not to wear them to church, but oh, yeah, it's a good call. Listen, we missed we missed Bobby this week. Uh, yeah. We hope he's got a speedy recovery from whatever ailment he is. Uh, when I was sick growing up as a kid, my dad, he said, just take two aspirin, take two Tylenol, you'll be fine. Oh, yeah. And yeah, get yeah. some antibiotics. 
I oh, can yeah. say I, you know, I stuck a nail in my fi- get some antibiotics. I, you know, I've <laughs> yeah. got to head it. Get some antibiotics. <laughs> so fine. I think that's what Dad would have said that would heal all of the COVID. <laughs> he would have said, "Just get some antibiotics. You'll be fine." <laughs> Here's your antibiotics. The COVID antibiotics. Yeah, get them in there, the COVID man. stuff. You'll be fine. For the edge of Tom Fuller, my name is Bruce Mackey. I am Steve Height. Thanks for tuning in, folks. We'll see you next week.